0: Welcome to Outside Source Football, your inside look at the NFL. Listen to the latest predictions and happenings from the season with your hosts, Evan Mick and Gabriel Vondren. Here they are now. Hello, and welcome to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hills. So This is Outside Source Football. My name is Evan Mick. And I'm Gabriel Vondrek. And I'm Joe Doherty. And today
1: we'll be recapping... He's very, he's very dignified, Joe. I like that. I am.
0: Recapping week seven of the NFL. Uh, first up, Saints versus Jags. Uh, the Saints offense is just...
1: I'm going to stop you right there. Derek Carr is playing some of the worst football of his career right now. Some of the worst... I mean, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for a guy to be... I think he's 32, year 10 in the league, and he still plays plays. like a like a I won't say a rookie but a very young player I mean his 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 footwork is atrocious I mean there's no other quarterback in the league right now that is just on his toes and constantly hopping around in the pocket and and will escape the pocket when there's no pressure there he's really playing bad the Saints offense a lot of the receivers are making mistakes around him there's some bad play calls as well the Saints offense is ugly it's it's really ugly Um, And and I, I think the issue with Carr is that he needs a guy to really coach him hard and, you know, point out where he's where his weaknesses are and what he's not doing well. And I don't think that's happening right now for him.
0: Yeah. Alvin Kamara had 31 total touches. A lot of check downs for him.
1: He's 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 not even he was there was one play. He gets to under center. He's dropping back five-step drop. He gets to the top of his drop, immediately gets off the progression. No, None of the receivers out in their routes had even gotten to their first break yet. He didn't even give them a chance to, like, run their route. No pressure, and he checks it down to Kamara. Right in front of him. For the the little, you know, the little hook hook right at right at the line of scrimmage.
0: Well, he gave Olave fifteen targets, but the guy only had seven catches. He doesn't work well he, with he Chris Olave. And,
1: he and, yeah, the, the chemistry is off there. I dunno. He, I don't know he why. passes
0: so much better to like Shaheed and Michael Thomas and old yeah. Michael Thomas. Yeah. And Olave is the best out of the three right now.
1: Olave is the most talented, but like I said, there's a lot of bad to go around. Olave is running some lazy routes right yeah. now. If, if you watch the film close, there are some. I mean, there was one where yeah, he he gets to the, you know just a basic curl route. Car puts the ball right on him. He's slow getting out of his route. He's not ready for the football. I just the Saints look very poorly coached on offense right now. It's it's
2: sloppy and it's bad. You see the miscommunication too. There was one route I remember watching it where Chris Olave runs a fade and then he's just like jogging and. Derek Carr was just screaming at him, like right before they cut to commercial. Well, that okay. So that one, (laughs) I mean, he sailed it out of bounds anyway. But like, it was bad on both of them. It was bad on both of them. But why does Chris Olave stop running? Like, your one job is to run a fade. It's a passing down. Exactly. Yeah, could be the one open. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So yeah, it's it's bad on Olave for quitting on the route. Bad on Carr. I thought for throwing the ball. 10 yards out of bounds and then making a make throwing this little mini temper tantrum for the cameras like it's just I don't yeah, know there's there's a lot point. and he's not the only one like Saints receivers are doing the same thing like you know when you see when he throws incomplete somewhere else you see a guy on the other side of the field like with his arms up like looking around like come on I was open like I guess it's just bad the Saints look really bad yeah. on offense
0: I didn't think Trevor Lawrence looked that good either though uh, I think a lot of a lot of QBs are just struggling this year to find passing lanes, I think that that's true of Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, uh, even Patrick yeah. Mahomes at times. Yeah, Derek that's, Carr obviously started with is, Trevor Lawrence.
1: That is true. The off the offenses are not dominating the way that they have, I feel like the last, like two, the years. last more, oh, more than that. I mean, you know, the offense is kind of taking over the NFL, you know, nobody really plays defense that much anymore. I, I feel like that's kind of, you know, the broad view of the NFL. And, and right now, yeah, it seems like the, you know, defenses are, uh, defenses are fighting back against that narrative.
2: I feel like defenses are all in the news right now with like the Browns defense being so dominant. Yeah, the 49ers defense the 49ers defense,
1: carrying them to their first couple wins.
2: Not, right,
0: right.
1: not last night. We'll get to that later. Yeah.
0: Uh, Chris Olave also got arrested, um, so it was never actually the Raiders' fault. It, <laughs> it follows Derek Carr.
1: It's Derek Carr. That's what <laughs> that's what Derek Carr does to a receiver. I mean... Yeah, un- unfortunate for them, but I mean, it maybe it may be, it's might be indicative of of some some immaturity issues with with Chris Olave, which I certainly looks like it's showing up on the field. And yeah, any any guy doing that in you know after everything that's happened with yeah you know with Henry Ruggs, with what happened with Jalen Carter coming into the league, any guy who's still uh, Jordan Addison too was was another one, right? Didn't he get um didn't he yeah, get he in got, trouble? He got in trouble, trouble really really quick. Yeah, anybody who's still doing, that, I mean, like how many how many warnings do you need? How many more? Or, oh my gosh, learn from somebody else's mistakes do you need to get the message? I mean, yeah, that's that's really bad.
0: Up next, we got Lions at Ravens. Here is the honest truth about Jared Goff, in my opinion. I never believed that he was a top 10 quarterback, and we would have lost anyways because of how bad our defense played. And this, So this is not an excuse for the loss but this is a little bit of a worry for like the next couple of games we play. Goff looked like hurt in that game. His throwing mechanics were just really bad. He threw a lot of passes in the dirt, and not that he has great spirals on most of his passes, but none of them seemed to be spiraling last night.
2: I think that Jared Goff is best when the running game is working, and the running game did not work. The Lions did not get a first down until they were down 28 to nothing and at that point you're not going to establish a run game you're playing from behind you got a pass and uh, I believe that uh, Jared Goff threw the ball like 51 times I think that that's how many attempts he had Jared Goff should not be throwing the ball that that much no Jared Goff thrives off of the you know he can throw he can throw a good deep ball every once in a while he throws a lot of crossing routes to Amon Ra but he thrives off of the play action pass because we just have such a dominant o-line usually and our o-line looked very bad this week yeah
0: uh i'm not afraid for us winning the division i feel like we've still pretty confidently had the division i know minnesota had a good win this week but all the other teams are still have pretty rough records nobody really looks as good as lions still a top 10 team still top three maybe four in the nfc and but i'm afraid that the lions aren't a top two team in the nfc they can't compete with the 49ers and the eagles
2: uh, I don't know. After watching uh, the 49ers 40 play the Vikings, I think that they could compete. I don't know if they can compete with the Eagles yet, but I think that, uh, you know, a loss, end of the day, you could lose by one or you can lose by 32 like the Lions did, and it, it's 0 yeah, it 1. 0 1 for the week. It, it counts the same. So I think that them getting blown out was really really good for them in the long run they're not going to go 16 and 1 they got to lose a couple of games uh this is definitely one of those games where you look at you're like yeah they they're probably going to lose this game uh given how they have one of the easiest schedules left in the leagues they play but they play the bears twice they play the vikings twice who now look actually kind of good they they got a few more afc west teams they have a few yeah they they got the the broncos they got the broncos yeah so i i think things are still looking up for him i think that this i mean you see Lamar Jackson just scrambling around like crazy 10 seconds to find a receiver in the end zone. And we need a pass rush. Yeah. We have Aiden Hutchinson and that's it. We need somebody else to take some of the pressure off of Aiden Hutchinson, uh, like chase young. You know, I think that this really illuminated that we need to go get a pass rusher, uh, before the trade deadline. If least, we want to and, and they still year. have time. If we still I, have time. I, still
1: I, have. I I wouldn't be surprised, yet to see them to make a move uh for somebody here before the trade deadline. Um but yeah, I'm I'm not hitting the panic button if I'm the Lions. You know, they're they're a good team. Yeah, this this you know, you go on the road, you you get blown out by Baltimore. These kind of Things happen especially you know they don't have David Montgomery maybe buying into the hype of themselves a little too much but no I, yeah I, I think they're gonna be I think they're definitely gonna be fine in their division yeah you worry about them competing against the top teams but th- this game was more about the Ravens to me I thought the Ravens played the best game that they've played all year without a doubt and I owe Lamar an apology I I, I was pretty critical of him earlier in the season and critical very critical of the Ravens receivers more so of them than Lamar but I I did say you know not him not being able to throw the ball get the ball outside the numbers to his receivers he looked great and and i think what ravens fans should really be excited about is was it yeah it wasn't even as much about his running or his scrambling he was he looked great from the pocket i mean yeah throwing all over the field he was accurate um his receivers were making plays and and yeah now now it's like the the running game is is in addition to as a passer which is what you want you don't want him to have to be relying on on running the football and putting himself in positions where he can get injured. So, I mean, yeah, if the Ravens can keep playing like that, like, yeah, the way they did against the Lions, they're they're going to be competing, yeah, in the AFC for sure. I, I mean, yeah, right now I'd put them right behind Kansas City with the way they looked last week.
2: I think Lamar is playing smarter and protecting his body. I feel like we see mobile quarterbacks be dominant in the NFL. The ones that run and don't, like, get out of bounds, like the Anthony Richardsons, uh, Justin Fields, they constantly get hurt. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is. You have Jalen Hurts. He's a rusher, is, and he gets down. He gets down, but he. But he also. But he's also he, 240 pounds. Yeah, he's he's, he's big bigger. Dude. He
1: can take the hits a little bit more. But he's, you know. Yeah, Josh Allen. I I, I noticed Josh it. Allen. I noticed it watching the game that he looked like he was injured. He comes out in the second half. He's got a brace on his knee. So I mean, it's always a concern. It's always a concern yeah. when, when you have a guy who who runs around. So I mean, yeah. At, at the end of the day, the most important thing is is being on the field. So yeah, yeah. availability from Lamar. is the most important. Ability.
2: I mean,
0: he looked really good, but he does have eight fumbles on the year. Don't forget that. Like the guy is what third or fourth in the Ooh, NFL. Lamar I think. Jackson? Yeah, Lamar has eight fumbles on the year, and I think four picks. So still very turnover worthy. Played a really really good game. Yeah. Uh, for the Lions, I'm just nervous about the D line more than anything. I agree with you, Joe. Um, they've played the Chiefs which the Chiefs game had all those false starts. That was the excuse. Then they played the Seahawks with two backup tackles. No pressure, no sacks until the very end of the game when they got a garbage coverage sack. Yeah. Uh, they got the Falcons, who are very unique, like skinnier offensive line. Nobody else has that in the league. We were able to beat up on their offensive line, thankfully. Uh, and then we played the Packers, who offensive line looks bad already, and it was banged up that game.
2: No Bakhtiari that game.
0: And the Panthers, who have statistically the worst offensive line in the league, and we should be leading the league in sacks, and we just don't. Like, we've had the easiest offensive line playing against schedule of anybody. Up next, we've got Colts-Browns. Uh, what a game. Right down to the wire.
1: P.J. Walker, he's Miles, he's him.
0: Miles Garrett put on a show. I for think for me, he, this
1: game wasn't about Miles Garrett though. He, it was about P.J. Walker. No, it wasn't. I'm no, kidding. It was not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Miles, Miles Garrett, Garrett looks, was single-handedly the most valuable player on the field want, by he, far. He
0: probably won Defensive Player of the Year in this. Like if he, he wins Defensive Player
2: of the wins, Year, if he wins, yeah, we're going to look, look back, back at, at this, this game 100. Yeah. percent I mean, the ability of that big of a guy to just jump over a long snapper without touching him—he's a freak. He's insane. He's a freak. What is he at? Two seventy, two eighty. Got to be up there. Oh, be. My gosh, he's no, the, such this, a
1: freak. I mean, yeah, that size, that you know, in the speed, the strength, everything. No, he. I mean, they he kept him in the game. The Browns easily should would should have lost that
0: game. Yeah, late penalties at the end of the game kind of killed the Colts. Um, Some questionable, little, little bit of discrepancy. The, little, little I think questionable. the DPI was a really bad call, the one in the end zone that got them down to the one. But it was first and the goal case, at that point.
1: I agree. The one, that the one, one before bad. that, I thought was legit. I thought was a penalty on um, when they
0: got the strip sack away the game, yeah, I thought oh. that was a legit penalty. It was, it was, al- right.
1: was that a, it was an illegal contact call? Yeah, it right? was.
0: It was a little bit of a hold. I think that they should just stop calling illegal contact and just start calling it holding because yeah. illegal contact people just I think it's vague. Makes, I think it's, it makes it's people kind of mad it's at. kind of
1: a cop out call for the yeah. refs because they like yeah. don't really know how to identify because well, t- they're not grabbing yeah,
0: like the jersey. It's like you're holding him back. You know, it's not like a, a hold technically. But I think they should just start calling it holding. Minshew also looks like the most inconsistent quarterback in a league. Well, that's
1: I mean, four turnovers. He's
0: really good inside the pocket and he's a good runner two but he's rushing touchdowns not good throwing outside the pocket
1: he's what he is you know Gardner Minshew is is a high-end backup but I think he's he still is a backup in the NFL there's yep. a reason he was not the starter going into the year so the yeah.
0: Bills are suffering without Matt Milano they could not cover the middle other linebackers look bad Josh Allen didn't look great but I mean if that's what you're gonna put on him lo- losing that game giving when they d- couldn't stop the Patriots in a two-minute drive. Not Josh Allen's fault.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, this is a, one of those Bill Belichick games, you know, and a divisional. Div- anything anything can always happen in divisional games, teams that are that familiar with each other. You force two, t- you know, the Patriots forced two turnovers. I think that kind of became the difference in this game. That and, and Mac Jones played... Probably his best game in two years. I think, I mean, he was super efficient. He was accurate. I think he was 25 of 30 or, or something like that. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, and, and you know, I think most of us assumed the game was over when the Bills scored that touchdown, and, and there were, I think, a little bit under two minutes. So credit credit to the Patriots' offense and Mac Jones to get down the field and, and score the game-winning touchdown. Really, really impressive.
2: Josh Allen's first pass uh, of the game was intercepted. Yeah, it and was. You start off only one offensive play. I think I think it was the first play, not even just the first pass. Uh you have one offensive play and you're down 10-0. I mean, that's 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 a tough place to yeah, start. Yeah, That's a bad way to start. Even against a team like the Patriots. They're still an NFL team. They still have Bill Belichick as their coach. Yeah.
0: Washington versus the Giants. Uh Washington looked horrible offensively. Their only score was because of a muff punt. Really the other really side scored. Yeah. But the Giants.
1: The Giants are better with Tyrod Taylor. That's it. That's it. They're a better team.
2: Why are you paying Mac Jones all that money? Daniel paying Jones. So Daniel, Daniel Jones. What did I say? Mac Jones. You said Mac. Yeah. Sorry, Still got Jones. Mac on the
1: mind. Um, yeah. I. Th- I think Daniel Jones, Jones. Daniel Jones is not of. Fe- is not as effective. I think Tyrod Taylor makes him a better team. Granted, they beat the Commanders. Jones. They should have beat the Bills jo- too. Jones Jones lost to some Jones lost to some pretty good teams. They got beat up by some pretty good teams. You know the Cowboys beat him up. Daniel uh, Jones
0: got the hands in but the
1: playmakers' really- hands though. I like Tyrod Taylor. I yeah. like yeah. I like the way it looks right now with them. He gives him a chance, fighting chance. Daniel like, Jones
2: only has really played one good half of football. and That was second half versus In his the whole life. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he went because last year he was he was elite. He was really uh, good uh, well, not elite, but he was elite, elite compared elite. to what he is now.
0: Yeah, I think the Giants were know, were guess,
1: better as a team, and, and the
0: offensive line was better. Yeah. Up next, we got Chiefs Chargers. Just a quick note, other than my normal firebrand and Staley
1: note, <laughs> that that prediction is looking more real and real as the weeks <laughs> yeah. go by. Yeah. When you're where behind, when you're behind the Raiders in the AFC West, that's not a good place to <laughs> be. Uh, This game are they tied with the Broncos now? Are they both no? Because
0: the Broncos have played more games. Oh, they're two and five. Yeah,
2: okay. They play the Bears next week. The Bears are good, man. I don't know.
0: I don't know. (laughs) This game, I watched a lot of the All Twenty Two angle, and it taught me that NFL coverage overall has gotten much much better. The reason the Chargers lost this one defensively in the first half was. Not because they couldn't cover, which I know the Chiefs receivers aren't that good, but even Travis Kelsey wasn't getting open right away. It was that they couldn't get to Mahomes. That was the problem.
1: You got access to the all twenty two? Yeah. Dang, dude, you are serious about this. I I am take this very seriously. Up yeah. next. I refuse to say anything about the Chiefs ever, even though they are, what are they now, six and one? Six and one. Probably the best team in the league. Five and two or something. Like yeah, that. good for them. Congratulations. Whippity doo. You got the best coach and the best quarterback, of course, even when, you're six and one.
2: I think you told me this uh, on Sunday, but you're like, even when they're having a down year, quote unquote down year, they're yeah. six and one and the best team in the league. Yeah, like exactly. they're still exactly. they're still winning games. <laughs> yeah. it just they're still winning games. They don't look as good as like they have in the past. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't six is, and one. Don't
1: look as dominant, but yeah, they just keep winning. They just you keep know? winning. If they, if they have Kelsey and Chris Jones on good teams o- win opening night, they probably would have won that game too. I agree. Anyway, yeah.
0: Dolphins and Eagles. Ooh, I was excited for this one. Really, good game. Yeah. Uh, Best game the Eagles have played all year by far. Absolutely. Am I worried about the Dolphins? I don't know. I'm undecided. I think they're still a top 10 team for sure. Probably borderline top five. We know their offense is good. Is it as good as we thought it was? I don't think it is.
1: I think one thing that needs to be mentioned here were, was the discrepancy in the uh, penalties. It was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, it was zero was, penalties. Was, was it 10 penalties to, to 10 zero? to zero, yeah, instead so of 70 zero. yards to zero. And there were a lot of plays that they could have called holding on the Eagles' offensive line, There was a clear face mask slash pass interference that wasn't called. Yeah, the refs, I don't know. I think the refs had uh, Philly Moneyline in this one. (laughs) But, I mean, that aside, I don't think that, like, decided the game. No, they won by two scores. They won by two scores. AJ Brown, they couldn't stop AJ Brown. He he dominated that Dolphins secondary.
0: He set an NFL record. Yeah, was he fifth game with 125 yards? Fifth straight game with 125 125 yards. Yeah,
2: he looks good. He He looks really good. good. He tied with, or maybe he tied the NFL. He tied with Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, Eagles defense looked better. I mean, they just the the Dolphins couldn't run the ball. They turned. They made him one dimensional. They made him had to throw it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a tough place to be for any team when yeah the run game is not a threat at all, and, and you're playing from behind so yeah definitely the best game from the eagles and after the after this week i would say it's it's hard to argue that anybody else um is better than them in the nfc
2: the eagles also match uh the dolphins really well they're such a physical team uh, and the dolphins just rely on speed but when the when the eagles d line is able to just demolish the dolphins offensive line and get to Tua so often the Tua just doesn't have enough time yeah, to I, throw I, it. To throw I, it deep I, to Tyreek. I think. Yeah. yeah,
1: we thought that going in that. Yeah, this was going to be a clash of styles. Yeah, the the Dolphins right. more of a finesse, speed team, run run away from you. The Eagles just, I mean, the exact opposite. Probably the most smash mouth team in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. You think of the yeah that offensive line, Jalen Hurts, the brotherly shove, whatever, you, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, they they turned they turned the game into a physical one. And yeah, the Dolphins are not are not going to out physical the Eagles.
0: Yeah, I also I think this watching this game in my opinion. I think that this helps my case that Terry Kill is a better MVP candidate than Tua. He had their only touchdown. He had uh, one less than half of his catches, and he had about like three, two-fifths of the yards
1: or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Terry (laughs) Kill dropping some balls. (laughs) It's hard hard for me to say that a receiver is more valuable than a quarterback just because, I mean, you can lose a receiver. You can overcome that. It's hard. I mean, if they lost Tua right now, I I think the Dolphins would— kind of spiral out of control yeah so i mean i get what you're saying i understand that yeah as as far as non-quarterbacks go tyreek hill is probably one of if not the most valuable offensive player but the quarterback position is still paramount in the nfl i get it yeah
0: up next we got the 49ers uh what do we do about brock purdy the 49ers lost
1: who are they? They lost, and, and – I have no idea. Brock Purdy is being exposed. You know, last week it was, oh, the Browns' defense is really good and the weather was bad, and it was their first loss. They were yeah, gonna lose the Vikings' defense game. is and not And Christian good. McCaffrey and Debo Samuel yeah. started the game healthy and went out yes. partway through. yes. This week, yeah, McCaffrey, you still know Debo, but you still have McCaffrey, you still have Kittle, you still have Ayuk. And you can game
2: plan to not have Debo because he exactly. wasn't in all week.
1: And and Purdy was bad. I mean, the last last two drives, they have an opportunity to go down, and they're down by five, and yeah, score a touchdown to take the lead and throws back-to-back interceptions. Horrible interceptions. Horrible interceptions. I mean, the last one was just brutal. I mean, he's oh, yeah gosh. escaping the pocket and just floats a ball up into the middle of the field to Ray-Ray McLeod, who is not open at all. It's it's concerning you know when when the most important position on the field is I think right now looks like the 49ers weakest link
0: yeah and you said you made fun of me for saying that two weeks ago I want you to just apologize to me You apologize well, to Lamar time, Jackson no, I only, I only
1: look I only apologize to Lamar Jackson because I know he's an avid listener and um yeah but no it, it's definitely concerning I think yeah teams are maybe kind of figuring out Brock Purdy now he got more more games on him more film on him you can sort of yeah if you're figuring out the tendencies but it's going to be tough it's gonna to be tough, cause yeah, of of those teams, the, the the really good teams in the NFC right now, yeah, he looks like the team with the uh, the weakest quarterback. So
2: the Niners' uh, defense could not stop Minnesota. Ah. They just couldn't do it.
1: Well, I th- I think you know Minnesota. Something they did well was they got the ball out of Kirk's hands quick. Yeah. He got he got the ball out quick. You know he was it was on time. You know the the 49ers like to get pressure with their front four and and you know drop everybody else back in coverage, but and and yeah, the front four wasn't getting there. Nick Bosa he was like non-existent. It seemed like. he 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 didn't have a sack i don't even know if he had a pressure yeah kirk kirk was getting the ball out on time and all of this Without Justin Jefferson, really, really impressive game from Kirk Cousins and, and Addison stepped up, played huge. Uh, Took you know that that play right before the end of the half, I think was the biggest play of the game because the Niners go down and score, kind of recapture momentum after having a bad first half. And then with you know thirty seconds left in the first, Cousins throws essentially throws an interception and Addison rips the ball away from from Ward and takes it for a sixty yard touchdown. All of a sudden they're back up by two scores. So it was it it turned out to be the difference in the game. So the Vi- the Vikings are back. They're back in it. You know, a few weeks ago we were talking about tanking or trading Kirk. They're three and four, and I feel like they're right in it, you know, fighting for a wild card spot in, in an NFC that's that's not that not that tough.
2: Yeah, and I know last week we were talking about the Vikings are definitely moving on from Kirk Cousins next year. I don't know. I don't now. know anymore. Then, I don't know. Then
1: Kirk does that in prime time. Primetime Kirk. Primetime Kirk. Oh my god. You know, has is he flipped the script? All of a sudden, you know, Kirk is a prime time. Also, really quick here, we got to talk about Creed. Creed, you know, the band. Higher. Oh, Creed. the Vikings have been playing that for like two or three weeks now. In, in the midst of this turnaround, coincidence. So are the Rangers, uh, who just made it to the World Series. So the power of Creed is real. Well, we'll be back after this short break.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Outside Source Football on one hundred one point seven FM, Radio Free are uh, Moving on to the trade deadline. These are some players that we think should be traded before the trade deadline. Uh, up first, I have Jerry Judy. From the Broncos to the Chiefs, I just really think that inner division, uh, inner division. I think the Chiefs need to make a move at receiver, and the Broncos yeah, know they're really they're really, not gonna they're beat really the struggling
1: right now at six and one. I yeah, mean, you're not wrong, but they're struggling at six they, and one. They seem to be figuring things out without a receiver, a val- valid wide receiver. One, but think how
2: elite they'd be with a good receiver.
1: Yeah,
0: like last year with Juju Smith-Schuster, an average wide receiver. I mean, did he even do anything great- for them? yeah kind of not he was, not he wasn't great but he had some
1: catches some nice
0: moments he had some he didn't have great plays but he had Good plays. Wow, that's insightful. Which is better than their the Chiefs' receivers have this year. They don't have Which any is good plays. No plays. No no plays. They don't actually get the ball anymore. That is
1: bold. I don't. The teams. I feel like trading inter-division is pretty rare.
0: And the Lions did it last year. The Vikings. Oh, T.J. Hawkinson.
1: That's true. But Dan Campbell must have really not liked him and like wanted to play him twice a year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to play you
1: twice a year. The Lions didn't seem to like T.J. Hawkinson at the time at all. Yeah, that was a strange move. But I mean, it worked out. They got Laporta. My first one. And nobody's talking about this. Well, they are talking about Hunter Renfro being traded. And it's sad for me. I love him as a Raider. I think he's a great player, but obviously they are not going to use him. A combination of ineptitude at the head coaching position and the quarterback position has ruined his career. Not ruined his career, but it ruined his season. He has Ru- like ruined 2023. For yeah, he's game. got nine targets in seven games. Yeah, that's um, horrible. And an offense that averages between 12 and 15 points a game. So apparently, yeah, they're not going to use him. And here's what I think Imagine Hunter Renfro in Buffalo taking over that Cole Beasley role. I think that's what the Bills, it's something that the Bills are lacking right now.
0: I think that's kind of what Josh Allen needs. I think it's what he needs. To be honest.
1: Because he has Diggs. He trusts Diggs, right? Gabe Davis is, I don't know. If, if Gabe just Davis, deep threat. He's just a deep threat. Pure that's all he is. Threat. He's not, you know, he's not a route runner. And the problem right now is that teams are keying on Stephon Diggs and Allen is forcing the ball to him anyway. Like, I mean, last week he had 12 targets and six catches. 50% yeah. is not good. He needs another guy that he trusts on it, third down.
0: Yeah, Cade doesn't look like that deep field No, threat like they just, wanted him to be. It's just
1: not there. And so I feel like we've already seen it before. We For many years or multiple seasons with Cole Beasley, he was that guy that Allen could look to on third down when teams were doubling digs. I think Hunter Renfro to the Bills would be beautiful. I would love it for him, and I
2: would love it for the Bills. Uh, I alluded to somebody that I think should be traded earlier. I think that Chase Young needs to be traded. The Washington Commanders did not pick up his fifth-year option, so after this year, he's going to walk. Uh, and the and Commanders they, don't look that good right now. They're not in a position to give him a big contract they're not in the position to give him a big contract uh and i think that their playoff hopes are are slim to none i think that they should trade them away for i think you could get a second round pick for him maybe, maybe a first I, mean, I think i think you could get Ooh, it down top. to like a third or i think I mean, you could get a, sec, a, a, a second a second at most second or third, third yeah. second to fourth a third or fourth yeah somewhere in probably there. probably a third for him uh just to get something for him uh send him on his way and i think that he should be traded to the detroit lions the detroit oh, lions interesting I, I said it earlier i should said I, it
1: earlier that's really funny that if you Chase would,
2: Young on one edge and Aiden Hutchinson on the you other. You might actually have a good be, pass rush. You could have a good pass rush. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> for the first time since I, I like that too. I would I would like to see that one as well.
0: Yeah, I really really like Chase Young's alliance. It's my favorite trade that I think should happen because it's realistic. Yeah, and I actually do want to happen. Like yeah. I really think that that would fit. I do think that the Hunter Renfro Bills thing would fit as well. Uh, Thanks.
1: Um, I'm glad to have your approval.
0: Yeah, you do. I, huh. I I sometimes agree with the ridiculous things that you say.
1: <laughs> How dare you! Give us, give us your next pick. Up next, I have guy.
0: Frankie Louvu, Carolina Panthers linebacker. Okay, to the, to nobody
1: the, cares about that. So I'm to gonna the go. Rams,
0: because I think that even the Rams think that they're better than they are. And I think that they kind of know what they're missing. A linebacker who can actually cover people and make tackles. And they looked they looked rough this week defensively in the middle of the field. And I think that Louvu will really help them. And the Panthers, out of all people, are going to be on fire sale because they're 0-6. Yeah. The Rams are trying to get back to the Super Bowl. We've seen them make trades before like this Oof. make bigger trades than this i like, think that nah, this is just they,
1: they're aggressive this is typically. just a trade that they're gonna make yeah i, I agree that yeah the one the panthers are oh and six and they gave up a lot of draft capital to get bryce young so yeah, they, they're oh and six and they do not they get don't have they don't have a the first round first overall probably. pick yeah
2: <laughs> the first overall pick right first now. overall pick not just their first round pick probably not, the first yeah, overall. yeah they picked. gave up the first overall
1: pick marvin harrison that's tough <laughs> well. um yeah one that i like this is a little bit of a deep cut here, but I would like Denico Autry to the Cleveland Browns. He's on the Titans right now. I, Titans, I think, are another team. They've already shown that they're they're selling. They just sent Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The rich get richer there. But Autry knows Jim Schwartz. He was with him for two seasons. Um, the past two seasons in Tennessee, which were uh, Autry's most productive. And I think for the Browns, just like completely like go in all all in on the defense. Right, like your defensive line is your biggest strength right now. Just go ahead and get another guy go get another dude who's a disruptive pass rusher that you can rotate in there and and make that that part of your team that's already super strong just make it even stronger one more Tennessee guy
2: Derrick Henry out Ooh, of Tennessee move. Big I name. think that I'd like to it see Derrick like Henry Tennessee leave team. and I think a really great landing spot for him would be the Dallas Cowboys. Now, wow. they have Tony wow. Pollard. They have Tony Pollard, but they're missing a ground and pound guy, a and, big guy between the tackles. And that's what they're good at. And that's what they're good at. And I think that Derrick Henry would elevate that offense to elite and if the Cowboys are really serious about winning this year, I think that they that go is after splashy. Derrick Henry. That's Yeah, that's a of, that's a pretty controversial it's, it's one, but I can see of, it happening.
1: I mean, J- J- He's done this before. I mean, yep. he traded, for, he gave up a first round pick for Mari Cooper mid season a few years ago, and then didn't resign and him. And then didn't use him. Yeah. Um, well, they used him. They threw. They he 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 did well in Dallas. They but didn't resign him. They just didn't resign him. him. But no, that yeah, I never put it past Jerry Jones to do something crazy mid season, and especially yeah, a big name guy like that. And even
2: if even if Derrick Henry doesn't go to the Cowboys, I think that the you think the, he's on the move. I think the Titans should look to trade him. I think that you could get a lot for him. And he's getting and old. I don't know how much you could get for him. if could I, get enough. I
0: think. You could get a second round pick for him. You
1: think so? I think you could. I think, I think you, could. you could definitely,
0: definitely. get a, a third round pick, but I think that you, you I think, could I get think, a second round. I think pick a out.
1: third round is more realistic. I don't know. He's older than McCaffrey. There's a lot of tread on those tires, but and, and for some reason he keeps coming back
2: like he's the healthiest running back. That is true. I mean, yeah, he does. And he fits. He fits a, a really important role. That and Christian yeah. McCaffrey doesn't fit. He had more, and p- that other running backs can't fit because he's just a freaking hoss. He's just That's a big. Dude. Yeah, he can take That's thirty-five true. yards or right. thirty-five carries a game. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and he had more passing touchdowns than Mac Jones in the month of October until this week. Yeah. <laughs> people forget That's good. People, people forget that. People versatile. forget. He's that guy Yeah. So for me, uh, up next, I have Rasul Douglas, the Packers corner. From the Packers to the 49ers.
1: My next guy is Carl Lawson, who has been a healthy scratch the past two weeks, I believe, with the Jets. The Jets are just too talented up front. And, and Lawson is, yeah, he's an older guy. He's had, you know, issues with injuries. Um, but I think he's still a really uh, an effective pass rusher, edge player. So, I mean, yeah, we talked about the Lions. I, I mean, I don't even know what team specifically should be looking to target him. But I just think it, it'd be best for both parties here, for the Jets and for Lawson, to send him somewhere else. I mean, I, I could see him going to Any any of the contender type teams, I mean, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, I don't know, but yeah, Lions as well. But yeah, Lawson is a good player. He should be playing somewhere. He's just, yeah, stuck in a situation with the Jets where there's so many good players there that he's um he's not getting time on the field.
2: Uh one of you guys, I think it was I think it was you, Evan, uh, mentioned uh Jerry Judy getting traded. Uh I could also see Cortland Sutton getting traded from the from the Broncos. But uh, I'd like to see the Broncos trade Patrick Sertain. And I know that both of you guys disagree Jeez, with that. I, all big names from you. That's a, all big that's names, really I know. Big I name. know. I it, it evens but, out because but, I'm over here like naming. Nobody's. Yeah, real- yeah. All my guys are on. I'm looking <laughs> for a blockbuster trade yeah. here. I think that Patrick Sertain is really good, and you could definitely get a lot for him. Like, what, what do you I mean, think you get? Certainly, for him? Like you enough. get. You can get a first. You get a first pick. round for Absolutely. Patrick Sertain, and He's the Broncos arguably, are clearly in in rebuild mode, right? I mean, yeah. they beat they beat who did they beat earlier this year? I don't even know. They beat the I know Packers they beat the Packers. They beat the, the Bears. They beat the Bears. Oh gosh, and they beat the Bears in in a, in a comeback. So yeah, you know, it's, it's hilarious that the AFC
1: West and the NFC North are playing each other this year because we're just getting these matchups of like the worst. Oh my teams God. in the That's so just going at it you know it's like yeah, it's it's. I don't know pitiful. I
2: don't know where I want to see Patrick Sertain uh, land honestly but I think that uh, he's just really great uh, trading stock and I yeah. I obviously get that the 49ers the Broncos yeah could, could maybe be, the 49ers could the Niners. I could totally understand <laughs> that the Broncos would be like we'll trade anybody except Patrick Sertain because he's such yeah. a great player uh, and is pretty pretty important to your defense uh, moving forward you don't want to be in a rebuild for years and years but he's I don't know you could get a lot for him yeah so. he's He's still, he he's
1: still so young, it's hard for me to see them moving on from him. But yeah, I think it's just yeah, a youth, I, I, I think it's a youth, youth
0: thing, thing for me. Based yeah. on how young the yeah. guy is, I wouldn't trade somebody really on their first contract. Unless they're on the last year and he didn't play well, like yeah. Chase Young.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like We didn't mention any Raider players um, it it seems like they would probably be sellers right now, but the thing is, yeah, they have Devonte Adams is locked up for five more years, and they've already come out and said like, look, he's not available. Crosby is also under contract for a few more years, not available. But if in, in a situation so it's a lot for Max Crosby to be yeah, traded, in a situation where those guys were, you know, if their contracts were up this year, I think the Raiders would definitely be looking to move them, um, yeah. just because it, they're not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, I think the young players thing is why I actually didn't list any players from the Bears, even as rough as they been as a team all their players like their better players are too young Uh, up next though I got Trent Brown offensive lineman of the Patriots to the Dolphins I think the Dolphins learned that although our run game is good it's not good because our offensive line is good and we couldn't protect ourselves versus the Eagles Trent Brown in the outside uh, at tackle I think that would be really helpful for them just as a team,
1: yeah. But I don't see Belichick helping the Dolphins. Belichick really hates the Dolphins, so I I, I like that one in theory. Um, I don't I don't yeah think, I don't think there's any way that, it's not an interdivision trade that I have. I don't think there's any way that happens. Belichick is too spiteful to help somebody out in <laughs> division. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Like that, it's all about is loyalty. Trent, is Trent Brown playing pretty well right now? He's playing pretty good. Uh, I think that he missed one of the
0: games this year, but he's been fine. Like it's not he's not. I could not I losing. could not
1: stand him when he was on the Raiders because when he first got there he played well and then he got paid and then he was just injured or when he did play was really pathetic so well, not been, a, not a big Trent Brown fan okay this year. personally
0: up next we got a week eight NFL game predictions uh mine were pretty bad last week so looking to have yeah, a little I think bit a lot of ours were pretty bad me too yeah looking to have a little bit of a better week between all of us this week I think that the whole playoff prediction thing talking about that made us think oh no now our playoff predictions have to win and we got at least I got too caught up in that because all my teams that I picked like I picked the chargers to make the playoffs and then I picked them to win partially well, that was, just, that, that was just, I don't just think the, that happened. That I yeah, that was, that that was was think I
2: just picked the favorites a lot, and this was a wild week. Yeah, uh, unfortunate week. Uh, yeah.
0: Thursday night football, though, this week, kind of an interesting one. Bucks at Bills. I got the Bills in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I got the Bills too. Uh, I think the Bucks have been exposed here the past two weeks as uh, maybe not as good as we thought they were when they were 3 and 1. And I mean, Buffalo is a lot more talented than them. Kind and of a
2: must-win game
1: for definitely. Both teams, it's so.
2: honestly a must-win game for both teams. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, where
1: I, is this in? Where is this game? It's in uh, Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. Yeah, I, I just I can't see the Bills losing in front of that home crowd to Baker Mayfield. I mean, actually, I can see it after after what we've, just what we've seen from them, but I, I don't.
2: I think it's less likely. So yeah, I'm I also. The Bills. I'm also taking the Bills. I do think that it's kind of a must-win game for both of them, but it's even more of a must-win game for the Bills if they want. Yeah, to get make back the on track. Yeah.
0: Up next, we got Jets at Giants. I have the Jets winning. This one, I think that even with Tyrod Taylor, I think that this Jets defense is really, really, really good.
1: Yeah, I, I got to go with the Jets just because the Jets defensive unit is the best one on the field, and it's going to be. I mean, the the Giants' offensive line is not getting anybody back this week, right? It's going to Andrew Thomas is it's, still out. It's going to be a long day for whoever's back there. And Neil looks bad, and he's the starter. Yeah, so so uh, g- give me the Jets um, at home. <laughs> LOL. Uh, actually, the Giants are at home. The this Giants week, are actually so at home. I, I
2: might take the. Giants. No, Wait, I, they're, I'm they're, still gonna <laughs> take the. They're paint, they're paint.
1: They're painting the end zones blue. They're, they're painting paint the, the end zones, zones blue. blue this week. Okay, yeah. come back to me then. I got to think about it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> all the all the merchandise being sold is gonna be blue as well. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the Jets as well. The Jets defense played really well uh, before the bye week, and I I think that they do the same against a not very great New York Giants team
0: up next we got an underperforming team in the Jags versus an overperforming team right now in the Steelers what
1: are you talking underperform? they're five and two
2: the
0: Jags are five they're and two the Jags are five
2: they won what for their last they just won five. on All Thursday night the Jags night.
0: are actually hot I was gonna pick the Jags <laughs> anyways but the Steelers have won a couple games that they probably shouldn't have won this year yeah very much I think overperforming but that's what, that's what that's what the Steelers That's do. what Tomlin does. That's what Mike Tomlin does. So, that's what
1: stability and a good organization does. I
0: still got the Jags, though.
1: Yeah, me too. Where is the game? It's it's in uh Pittsburgh. Ooh. Yeah, give me the Jags.
2: I'm gonna take the Steelers in this one. The Steelers defense played lights out against the Rams. That pick almost six by TJ Watt to start the third uh yeah. quarter. That's Huge. A good pick. Huge. And uh I think that uh they continue uh with that.
0: Up next we got Eagles at Commander's. Close game last time. I got the Eagles though winning again. I don't think it'll be as close, but maybe we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't think it'll be as close either. The Commanders look a lot worse right now than they did then, and the Eagles look a lot better, especially
0: after so. they trade Chase Young to the Lions. So yeah. true.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Eagles. But one thing to keep an eye on is is Jalen Hurts' health right now his he was not moving as easy um as he usually is last week that that knee is a little bit of a concern right now yeah i'm also going
2: to take the eagles the eagles are uh separating themselves as the best team in the in the nfc and i think that that continues this week and i think that they're gonna uh, beat the commanders pretty heavily
0: up next we got rams at cowboys uh, i have the cowboys rams are crazy up and down but i got the cowboys winning this one
1: yeah i, I got to go with the cowboys too i mean when you lose to the steelers and, and you give up 24 points to the steelers offense um i know there was a turnover in there in a short field but yeah i just i just think the cowboys are better the the rams are, are just not as talented yeah i'm also gonna go with the cowboys on this one
0: up next we got vikings at packers uh, I have the Vikings winning this one, even without Justin Jefferson. I think they proved they could do it last week, and I think they're going to do it again against a pad Packers team.
1: Yeah, it's... I am i don't know that I'm going to be picking the Packers in any game going forward. Jordan Love is... Uh, it's getting rough. It's getting real rough in Green Bay. Those fans are learning what it's like to not have a Hall of Fame quarterback for the first time in <laughs> 30-something years. Uh, more than that. Yeah. Long long time. Long time. Since, be- time since before I was born, so yeah. you got to go way back. Yeah, give me the Vikes. They're hot right now, and they're playing Creed, and you can't lose when you got That's Creed so bumping in the locker room
2: uh i actually had the packers until i saw what the vikings did last night and i i gotta take the vikings the vikings looked really great against arguably the second best team in the nfc right now
1: i was really i was really hoping you were gonna say until i saw that they were playing creed in the locker room like that that is not what i was gonna
2: say that is not what i was gonna say (laughs) up
0: next we got Falcons at Titans I actually have the Titans winning this one
1: that's a horrible pick the Falcons are going to win this game they're four and three they're the top of the NFC South we've given them absolutely no respect on this team and they're still competitive without Bijan Robinson they won last week give me the Falcons
2: give me the Falcons as well up next
1: we got Patriots at Dolphins easy Dolphins not easy but Dolphins the Patriots are coming back Mac Jones is is uh, turning it around but the Dolphins will still win easy Dolphins
0: up next, we got Saints at Colts. Uh, give me the Saints in a close one. Our Colts offense looked pretty good last week, but I think that the Saints defense will be able to kind of turn the tide, even though
1: the Browns defense couldn't on them. This one is this one is rough. I, I see a lot of field goals, and <laughs> with as bad as the Saints looked last week, I'm I'm going to go with the Colts. Give me wait, is this game in
2: Indianapolis? It's it in is. Indianapolis.
1: Give me the Colts. I mean, the the Saints offense right now is some. Um,
2: it's really bad. So I'm also going to take the Colts in this one. The Colts played really well last week, uh, offensively
0: against a really
2: uh, great Browns defense.
0: Up next, we got Texans at Panthers. I'm going to let
1: Gabriel pick this one first. I'm going to go with the Panthers.
2: Really, I'm going to go Texans. I I
0: really really you like, thought
1: you thought you were going to be the only one who picked the Panthers. I
0: I almost want to pick the Panthers. I thought
1: a, I thought about this game for a long time. You know, the Panthers be- have looked so much better. There's, well, that's not really my reasoning, but there's going to be a lot, there's going to be a lot of buildup. It's one versus two. And like the Panthers got to win a game eventually. Right. I think, I think this is, I think this is the week they're at home. Are they coming off? They're not coming off. a Rookie bye. versus rookie. Rookie versus rookie. Number one versus the two overall of pick. The Texans are coming off a bye. I believe so. Yeah, they are. Probably last week. Yeah. Are the Panthers coming off a bye? No idea. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think the Panthers, I think they get their first win in this one.
0: I also have the Panthers.
1: Panthers win this game. Well, now I want to take the Texans. Browns at Seahawks. Super interesting one. Two
0: possibly top 10 teams. Give me the Seahawks to win this one. Pull it out.
1: Who's... Where is this game
2: being played? In Seattle. I'll take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Browns. Browns
0: defense is looking elite. Bengals at 49ers. Another possibly interesting one. I think the 49ers finally bounced back. Give me the 49ers.
2: I'm
1: I'm very concerned about Brock Purdy. And Joe Burrows had more time to get healthy. Give me Cincy.
2: I'm also going to take Cincy on this one.
1: Ooh, overreacting to the Niners losing. Twice. Let's go. They lost Let's go. twice.
2: It Lost twice.
1: Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs.
2: Up next, we got
0: Ravens at Cardinals. Ravens. Ravens.
2: Ravens.
0: Bears at Chargers. Sunday Night Football could be an interesting one. I got the Chargers though.
1: Yeah, the Chargers aren't as uh, horrible of a franchise as the Raiders, and I think they'll they'll probably get to uh, Mr. Tyson Bajent And uh,
2: yeah, give me the Chargers. Ah, uh, I don't know. I I, I got to take the Chargers on this one. Yeah. Chargers are a better team. Yeah, I could see the Bears winning this one though. I can't. I really can't. I could. Monday Night Football:
0: Raiders at Lions. I have the Lions bouncing back. Easier Go to win. Go ahead, Joe. I'm gonna get on my. I also have
2: the this. Lions bouncing back. Uh, this is, in my opinion, a must-win game. Uh, I know it's not statistically, but right before the bye, they got they got to get a win and bounce back from a horrible loss in Baltimore.
1: Well, I'll put both y'all's minds at ease. When you're looking to get back on track, the team you want to play is the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need a minute for this one. I'm because I'm not gonna pick them. I just can't do it after last week.
0: After eight straight or seven straight weeks of picking them.
1: After last week. Last week was a new low for me. And you know, there, there's been a lot of lows in the past two seasons losing to jeff saturday in the colts and letting matt ryan run for like 30 yards in that game the only game jeff saturday won as a coach losing to baker mayfield in the rams when baker mayfield had gotten the building like 48 hours before the game um but losing to tyson Bagent and the bears not only losing just getting absolutely embarrassed uh was was a new low in my opinion and, and the raiders yeah are just probably the most unserious organization in the NFL right now you're starting a 38 year old Brian Hoyer in a game you're just a joke you're a joke of a franchise and the Raiders are a joke of a franchise right now and for those reasons I am picking the Lions do you need a hug I might I might because it's hard it's hard to be a Raiders fan so are you picking the Lions I said I was picking the Lions yeah the, the Raiders will not be lit up in our graphic this week for the first time this year oh, that's no. that's how far they've fallen
0: up next moving on to our fantasy football <laughs> picks real quick uh for starts i have calvin ridley and the chiefs defense
1: i have a little atlanta duo here give me drake london and the falcons defense against tennessee who said they will likely be pe- playing both malik willis and will levis so get that falcons defense boys they said that
2: Vrabel said that. Wow. Uh, This week to start, uh, I have Jameer Gibbs, assuming uh, David Montgomery's not back. He had a breakout game last week against the Ravens. Uh, And also Darren Waller, who had a breakout week last week as well.
0: Sitting, I have Bryant Robinson coming off of back-to-back touchdown weeks below yardage, and Devonta Foreman versus the Chargers, because last week he got to play the Raiders, and he doesn't play the Raiders this week.
1: Um, Sit Brock Purdy. He's looked really bad two weeks in a row, going against the Cincinnati defense um, that's been pretty stout. So, yeah, keep him on the bench. And I'm going to disagree with you, Evan. I'm going to say sit Calvin Ridley. I know the Steelers uh, statistically give up a lot of points to receivers, but Calvin Ridley has been a big disappointment this year. He and Lawrence have just not gone on the same page. Last week, only four targets, one receiver, reception so i'm saying put him on the bench and i'm sure he'll go off because i said that that's a so, bad pick okay we'll see one of us is going to be right one of us will be wrong or he's going to be mid he might be mid might be mid
2: uh this week i'm going to sit geno smith going up against the Cleveland Brown defense they're on a Ooh, roll right a, now that's a really good pick yeah that's a good set uh, and then I'm also going to sit Josh Jacobs the Lions run defense other than last week has been uh, pretty elite and I, I hope that that continues uh, this week that's a bold well. that's a bold pick because the Raiders are really running the ball well right now <laughs> <Their> <laughs> what is, what, what's, he what's he averaging what's yeah he's averaging 2.8 yards per it's carry under, <sighs> it's under three a carry is it really it's under yeah. three yards a carry
1: and earlier in the season he was kind of balancing that out by getting a bunch of check down catches not so much he's, hug, he's, he's, he's not even getting those that anymore. hug offer
2: still stands you need one you know <sighs> I'll think about it.
1: Thank you for listening to
0: 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. This is Outside Source Football.
1: Have a blessed week. Oh, and uh, happy Halloween to all our listeners out there. Halloween's not until Tuesday. Yeah, but, you know, people celebrate on the weekend and stuff, and I think this, this plays on Sunday, right? Sunday. Yeah, so what's that? The I don't know what it is. 29th. People stretch Halloween out, you sure. know. Happy Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, there we go. Happy Halloween weekend.